Volkswagen posts a big third quarter, Daimler gets into motorcycles, and Chevy embraces technology and stuff. All that and more on AutoLine Daily. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is AutoLine Daily for October 31st, 2014. Volkswagen posted its earnings for the third quarter and the company is continuing its dominance as a money-making machine. The VW Group sold over 2.4 million vehicles, a gain of 3% compared to last year. That helped push its total revenue to nearly 49 billion euros, up 4%. Its operating profit increased 16%, coming in at 3.2 billion euros and its net profit hit nearly 3 billion euros, which is up a whopping 55%. Even though Toyota outsold VW last quarter, the top brass at the German automaker can't be losing too much sleep with results like this. And speaking of VW, it owns Ducati, BMW sells its own motorcycles, and now Daimler's sports car and performance brand, Mercedes-AMG, just bought a 25% stake in Italian motorcycle maker, MV Augusta. The two will collaborate in both marketing and sales, but AMG will also have access to the bike maker's three-cylinder engines in its superbikes. And with Volkswagen using a two-cylinder Ducati engine to power its performance fuel sipper, the XL Sport, we wonder if AMG could be headed in a similar direction. Throughout the year we've talked about Jaguar Land Rover's new Ingenium engine lineup and now the automaker is celebrating the opening of a new engine plant in England where it will build those engines. The 500 million pound facility starts production next year. This is significant for the company because it now has its own modern engine plant and is building engines in-house for the first time in a generation. With some of the most congested streets in the world, China seems like one of the most logical places to have autonomous vehicles. And now one of its own brand manufacturers is making a push towards the technology. Dong Feng just signed an agreement with Huawei Technologies, which is the world's largest telecommunications equipment maker. The first phase will be to develop mobile communication products and services, then to automotive networking programs like V2V and V2X, and finally to develop automated driving technology. This is the first Chinese automaker we're aware of working towards autonomous driving but it certainly won't be the last. Well, unless you've been under a rock for the last few days, you've no doubt seen Chevrolet executive Rick Wilde's awkward presentation of a 2015 Chevy Colorado to World Series MVP Madison Bumgarner, in which Wilde now famously said that the truck combines technology and stuff. What would normally be a PR nightmare has turned into a positive, as Chevy has embraced the whole situation much like Lincoln has with the spoofs of the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln MKC commercials. Chevy even used the hashtag technology and stuff in a tweet it put out about the new Colorado. And the Detroit Free Press is reporting that the presentation has garnered nearly two and a half million dollars in free publicity for the brand, which is six times more than had it been a polished performance. And speaking of PR fiascos, coming up next, when being too frank lands you on the front page of a major newspaper. 
There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. Public relations is the topic on AutoLine this week. That's because our guest is Jason Vines, a former PR executive at Nissan, Ford, and Chrysler. He also just authored a book called What Did Jesus Drive? Chrysler's PR in Cars, Computers, and Christianity. In the following clip, Jason talks about how his frankness got him in trouble with Nissan's Japanese executives. I was being interviewed by um, Bob Simonson of the Wall Street Journal. I had just been at Nissan about, I don't know, five months, and we were starting to gain a little bit of traction. A little, there seemed to be a spark there between Mike Sergi, the head of the Nissan brand, and myself, and Bob wanted to write a story about it. And he asked, what happened has come to get in this problem in the first place? And diarrhea of the mouth, I said, well, this company got hit with a giant stupid stick. Well, that was the opening paragraph on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. And uh, it created quite a stir. And my, uh, my CEO, my dear friend, Minoru Nakamura, he took me outside where we like to smoke cigarettes. And he said, well, and I had to do an imitation, what meaning of stupid stick? <laughs> I go, it's the past regime, those stupid ads with the dogs. He goes, hmm. I said, do you know what regime is? He goes, what do you mean? I didn't get hit with a stupid stick. <laughs> so he understood where I was coming from, that I was a little bit edgy, but I was brutally frank. And he always had my back as we kind of forced our will against a uh, uh, management in Japan that wanted to stick its head in the sand. Also joining John for that show is the auto extremist Peter DiLorenzo and Tom Walsh from the Detroit Free Press. And as always, you can watch that entire episode right now. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and have a happy Halloween weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.